0: hey darlin welcome to the she's a creative podcast are you a female creative who wants to own your purpose and dominate your creative business then this is the podcast for you i'm kay your host and guide to help you on your way to creative freedom and success hey darlings! welcome to the first episode of the she's a creative podcast my name is kay and i'm super excited that you have decided to tune in with me today so today I am rambling. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing, what am I about to talk about. I just have no idea about anything and that's okay because that is what being a creative entrepreneur is about. It's about not knowing what you're doing, but trying anyway. And I feel like that kind of sums up my journey and just how this whole creative process has been for me because a lot of times I have no clue about what I'm doing or what my next step is, but I'm going to step and you know just try anyway because I'm a creative and I can do that because this is my life and this is my journey and what I want to do. So that should be encouraging for a lot of you. If you have no idea where to start, that's okay. Just step in and try anyway. So in this episode, I'm just going to be transparent and share about um, my personal journey as a creative. So my journey has been all about leaps of faith Um, ever since I was a child, I have been an entrepreneur, um, I sold candy to my classmates and to my teachers, which probably wasn't allowed, well, I know it wasn't allowed, um, and so I did that. Um, then I also created like these cute flower pens for Valentine's Day and really any day that people would buy them because I liked making money when I was a kid. It just kind of made sense. So after all that, I graduated and then I went to college because I had this great idea that I was gonna be a doctor. Um, and so I'd always been book smart. Um, if I see something, I know it. My family really kind of rallied behind the idea that we were gonna have a doctor in the family and just all that cool jazz, you know, that comes with being a doctor. Um, science came really easy to me so it just made sense that oh well Kay's going to be a doctor well getting into college really changed that so in college i realized that studying was a thing and it wasn't necessarily my thing (laughs) and i also realized that sleep was for those who gave up so i didn't want to study but i knew i had to so i would literally get three to five hours of sleep most nights because i was studying or maybe i was watching netflix now that i think about it a lot of times i was watching netflix but hey who's who's you know who knows So uh, during college, I decided to dabble in network marketing and that was super unsuccessful. Not because network marketing sucks, but because I was not passionate about doing network marketing or being in that sort of field of business that I decided well, the company that I decided to join, that just was not what I wanted to do or what I was interested in. So my first lesson as an entrepreneur is to just make sure that you're passionate about whatever business you're starting. I know a lot of people jump into network marketing because it seems like a great fit, but if the product or service or whatever it is that you're selling is something that you're not interested in, you are probably not gonna make it and you're probably not gonna do well because it's just not in line with who you are as a person. So my first big tip is just to make sure that whatever business you decide to do that you're actually passionate about it and that it's actually something that interests you or something that you'll actually like doing. Because in the long run, you'll realize that you kind of wasted time. Now, one thing I will say um, with my network marketing experience is that even though i didn't like necessarily the field that i was in or the business that i was doing um it was still really good because it taught me a lot of lessons about being an entrepreneur so there are still things to be learned from that experience it's just that i also now know that i should have picked something that i was actually interested in or passionate about um and that kind of would have made a little bit more sense at least my first go around i decided to do network marketing like two three four i don't know i did a lot of times but anyway that was just me (laughs) so while I was in college I also um, braided hair so that was something that I was really good at and um, in hindsight I actually realized that I made a lot of money um, doing hair and after I got out of college I continued to do it and wow okay now that I think of it I actually made a lot of money maybe I might do hair now (laughs) anyway that's something else like As an entrepreneur, you're going to want to have every business in the world. Like every day I wake up and I think of something else that I want to add to my business or something else that I want to do. And so I have to remind myself that I have to value my time and to remember to enjoy life. So I was just in here thinking like, wow, I didn't make a lot of money doing hair and how I could go back to doing that. But is that really something that I wanna do long-term? No, because that's why I ultimately stopped because I didn't necessarily like doing hair. I can do here, but it's not something that I want to do. So I think that as entrepreneurs, we just have to remember to value our time and not to add things just because we know that it's gonna add money to us. Although that's, although that's a great thing. I mean, I don't wanna say like, don't do it just because of the money, but ultimately like you're not gonna stick with something if you're only in it for the money. Um, so yeah, so every day I kind of think of these new business ventures and I want to add it to my business and that's honestly how this whole idea for the She's a Creative community and podcast came to light. Um, I'm currently a photographer and I wanted to meet and encourage other photographers and creatives and so SAC was born, which is She's a Creative. So SAC was born just from me having this random idea while I was working on my photography business and so, um, know that's just something that's gonna kind of come with the territory of you know being an entrepreneur and having your own business is that you're gonna constantly think of new ideas especially especially as creatives um because we see something or we'll do something and we'll realize how we can kind of expand that idea and so it's really awesome to kind of give birth to more projects and more ideas Um, when you're in one creative field, like as a photographer, I never would have imagined that I would get into social media management and, you know, different types of marketing and things like that, but that's where I am now. So yeah, but anyway, so back to my story, I told you guys that I will be rambling and yeah, that's definitely going to happen. But anyway. So a little while after college, um, I took a gap year after college, and then after that gap year, I went to medical school. And so I didn't have the money to go to medical school, um, and I only had one month <laughs> to get the money before medical school started. So medical, star- medical school started <laughs> in January, and I found out that I was accepted like at the end of November. So I really only had like a month to get the money together and to pay and to be ready to go. Um, so what I did is I braided hair and I did a GoFundMe campaign. So my mom, she, um, helped me start a GoFundMe campaign to get the money to go to medical school. So in January, I got to medical school and I hated it like really bad, like really, really bad, like crying in the bathroom every day, bad. It was, uh, I don't want to say it was horrible because it's, it's, it's it's more to it than it being horrible. Um, the work wasn't hard. It wasn't like I wasn't getting the work or I wasn't getting the, the information or the studying. That wasn't it at all. It really was the fact that I just was not passionate about studying medicine and being in, in the medical field in that capacity. Um, so I really wanted to heal people. And I quickly realized that In medical school, I was kind of being taught to put a Band-Aid on things and that wasn't my cup of tea. Um, And it's no offense to doctors or anything like that because I don't feel like all doctors just put Band-Aids on things. Um, But for me, that experience let me know that that was not the life for me. And I wanted to interact with people on a different, more personal, intimate level. So I dropped out. (laughs) So yeah, I dropped out of medical school and people still look at me crazy about that one. Um, I still look at me crazy sometimes about that. Like when I'm looking in the mirror, I'm like, did you really do that? And it's been a while, but yeah, so I decided to drop out and I mean it is what it is people don't realize like how stressful being a doctor is Um, they don't realize how much debt there is Um, and people don't realize that when you're just starting out as a doctor you don't make that much money Um, it's a long time before you start seeing um, money so I mean and I hate to say it like this but like I like money and I believe that money flows and comes to me very easily and so just knowing all those things that just was not for I mean sorry, not sorry. Like (laughs) I just, I can't, I I just, that wasn't for me. And it wasn't, it wasn't just the money aspect. It was just me not being passionate about it. And then me knowing that like, okay, it's going to be another eight to 10 years before I actually start seeing reward for this. Mm, No, I dipped like, nope, I'm out. So I got out. And then when I got out of school, I took the summer off because I was like having this midlife crisis. Well, Not really midlife because I wasn't that old. But anyway, I was having this life crisis, um, didn't know what I was going to do. And so I took the summer off and then I decided at the end of the summer that I was going to go to grad school. So um, I don't know what I'm doing with grad school. Like I'm still finishing, but then like I'm not finishing. It just depends on what day it is, whether or not I'm in grad school or out of grad school. Um, And I haven't come to the decision yet of what I want to do if I want to finish or not. And that's up to me. And Whatever. And this is not... I hope this is not like make people think like, oh, you should drop out of school. I'm not telling you to drop out of school. I am just telling you my story and how I have realized that I have to do things that align with my passion, with what I want, with my values. Um, and if it doesn't suit me, if it doesn't fit me, that's okay. And it's okay to kind of redirect and go in a different direction. Um, and so like in grad school, oh my gosh, my voice is like cracking. I don't know. Because I get like... I'm not emotional, but like, it's always interesting to kind of think about where I've been and what I've gone through. But like in grad school, I, um, I taught and that's when I fell in love with teaching. And so, um, now it's always been a huge goal of mine to teach people things, whether it's you know, about science, which is my field of study, or if it's about photography or just social media or whatever, I'm always wanting to teach people. And so it's amazing how even in different experiences, because I also taught when I was in medical school, I used to um, tutor some of my classmates. And so, um, you know, it's amazing how you go through different experiences and it teaches you things that you can use Ultimately in your passion like in what God has created you for like you're gonna go through experiences that you're not gonna realize Even though they were painful, it's going to give you something that you needed for your future and like exactly where you needed to be So anyway again, I rambled <laughs> But I don't care because this is my story and I think that you guys are going to enjoy it. So, um, yeah So during grad school. Okay. Yeah, I think I was in grad school Uh, were we talking about grad school? Yes, cuz okay, so I dropped out of medical school took a break, went to grad school. So in grad school, um, in addition to teaching, which I did that with the school. So in addition to teaching, I also attempted network marketing again. So this would be my second attempt at network marketing. Um, And this time, I was actually a little more successful. Um, I learned a lot of cool things and a lot of great things about business and being an entrepreneur. And the company that I was with was a company that I Believed in well not believed in I still believe in this company. Um, but I didn't stick to it because again I my my passion and values were different than that company and Not values in a negative way because this company is a Christian company like it it definitely aligned with my values, but um, the interest in that field was just not something that I Wanted to stick with for the rest of my life. I wanted to do something else. So, um, that was a great experience, but I did not stick with it, um, and that's okay. So, um, and I think that's something else to say. Like, you know, just because you start something, if you realize that you have to change or pivot, that is okay. And I think that that's a constant theme that comes up in my life as well. Is just knowing that I might experience something, or go through something, or start something, and then realize like, hey, this is not for me, and it's okay to pivot. So, um, I decided to get out of that game, and yeah. Um, all during this time, I got married. So <laughs> I got married to the love of my entire universe. His name is Tay and he is super, super awesome. And um, yeah, so he has honestly been the backbone behind my whole entrepreneurial journey as an a- as an adult. I can't talk, I don't know. Anyway, so as an adult, he's really been like my backbone and just like, he is like the hardest coach ever. Um, and so I'll probably like do something where he can like talk to you guys or something like that because he's a really really good coach um and i also have a regular coach but um it's just nice to have like a spouse that's like in your corner or just a partner whoever in your corner kind of cheering you on and that's definitely what he is so um yeah so with my wedding um when we got as we were preparing for our wedding, what do I want to say? As I was planning my wedding. Okay, yes, wedding planning. Um, that got me really excited about creating all over again. Because as a kid, I used to create things um, and sell those things. And then in college, you know, braiding hair, that that's a creative expression. Um, but I kind of got away from creating things. And so it was really cool when I was planning my wedding because I was a DIY bride. So literally, every aspect of my wedding, like every concept, every thought, every every single piece of my wedding had a purpose it had a thought um it had like a story behind it and so um it was really nice to kind of create those pieces and know that like i did this i created this and that this is going to you know bring my vision of my wedding at least to life so um that was really awesome. And I just really was excited about creating again and just being in that, um, element of creating something. Um, and in that case, or in the case of my wedding, it was something very tangible, like something that I could, you know, touch, see, feel, and that other people could also experience. So that was really nice. Um, and then I saw my wedding photos. So we got married and then I got my wedding pictures back and that completely changed the game for me. Um, And the reason why I feel like my wedding pictures in particular changed the game for me is because I realized that I loved creating those pieces and the things that I had at my wedding, but something that I loved even more and something that I noticed with just weddings in general is that I wanted to be that person. Like I wanted to be the person that was documenting life. Like I wanted to document that moment. And so I bought a camera (laughs) and like i another thing about me and this is why i say like my story has a lot of leaps of faith moments and it's because literally i'll decide something and the next second i act on it so i saw my pictures and i was like okay this looks great and so you know it took me a minute before i it clicked like oh this is i i actually love this because i was still in grad school and i was thinking like oh maybe i want to be a wedding planner maybe i want to do this and i just kept coming back to my wedding pictures kept coming back to them like wow, you know, there were, there were certain pictures in particular. Um, and I can just see them in my mind. Now there are certain pictures in particular that always kind of stood out to me, but I never quite understood why. And it was because of the emotion. Like I, and I'm, I'm even looking at a picture that, um, all of our friends and family signed at our wedding. And it's like that emotion, that's what I wanted to capture. And that is, I don't even have words yet for how I feel about that. I just know that that is what I wanna catch. So um, yeah, so like I said, I do things very fast. So when it clicked with me that, oh, the portion that I like is not planning the wedding, but photographing the wedding, immediately I bought a camera. and like I I thought about it I did research cameras and stuff like that but I wasn't researching like oh you know a lot of times people will research something but they don't have the intent to buy I was researching with the intent to buy like as soon as I decided okay this is the best camera that I should start out with or this is the best camera I should get I was ready to purchase now I didn't do enough research because when I got the camera well It doesn't matter. I didn't do enough research at the beginning, and so I ended up buying another camera. But still, we're going to focus on this first camera because it's actually really important to my journey. So I bought the camera, right? This is immediately after I decided, like, oh, okay, I think that I can do photography. Like, I think that this is what I want to do. This is what I want to capture. Never had I taken a photo before. When I was younger, um, my parents bought me, like, this basic... Um, this basics <laughs> this basic uh, point-and-shoot camera. And so I had this camera and I love the camera I have so many pictures that I took with it, but never had I th- had the idea like oh I'm gonna be a photographer, you know, it just never crossed my mind So I buy this camera right and then I let it sit in the box for literally four months <laughs> Like Even when I think about it now, I'm just like wow you, you you spent this money I I invested in this camera that was not cheap. I made this investment And I literally let it sit in the box for four months. And it was probably more than four months. I'm not sure, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it was somewhere around four months. So now that I think back on it, you know, I realize why I left it in the box. So, and... This is something that constantly comes up for me. This is something that I'm still working through. Um, so I left the camera in the box because I was afraid. Like, I know this for a fact. I know I was afraid. And even now, even some days, I still feel afraid. I'm afraid to do this podcast, honestly, but I'm doing it. Um, <laughs> so I was afraid. Like, I gave up a promising career as a doctor. Like, that's, in most people's minds, that's, like, really prestigious. And now I no longer look at professions like that anymore. I no longer... Put so much value into a profession because there are a lot of doctors out there that are unhappy There are a lot of lawyers out there that are unhappy. There are a lot of people in different fields That are unhappy and they're probably in it, you know Because of some sort of tradition or because you know They thought that that was going to make them the most money or whatever and so Yeah, so I was afraid because I had given that up But I still sometimes hold on to the belief that you know I I, I should go to school and get a good job, you know, like that's how life works and so um it was fear like it it was fear and I was sick of grad school like when I when I got the camera like I was sick of grad school um you know like network marketing wasn't working for me I didn't want to do hair anymore like I was afraid and I felt like I was a failure like I felt like everything that I was doing like it it didn't give me any results like nothing was working like I've even thinking about it now like sometimes even today, like even thinking about this podcast or just everything that I'm doing, I feel like sometimes like I could be doing all the quote unquote right things and then like not seeing any results. So during this whole time, I left the camera in the box because I was afraid. Like I was just like, I, is this going to be something else that I do that doesn't work? You know, am I going to feel at this? Like I feel at everything else. And now I stop calling these things failures. I, I call them, you know, learning opportunities. Like Or an experience. Like this was an experience. Being, you know, going to medical school was an experience. Network marketing is an experience. Grad school is an experience, you know, but it's not a failure because now I realize there are lessons that I learned from it. And I really had to sit down and think about that. I really had to sit down and say, okay, I went to medical school. What did I learn (laughs) at medical school? And not just like the book stuff, not just the information, but what did I learn about myself as a person? Um, how did I, you know, get to know myself more? I learned that I was an educator and then I continued that on when I went to grad school. Um, what did I learn in network marketing? You know, I learned how to speak and and just different things like that. So yeah, I was afraid literally for four months and I left the camera in the box because the best way to face your fears is to avoid them, right? Yeah, totally. (laughs) And I mean like that, that was my rationale though. Like I'm afraid. So the best way to handle that is to just avoid it to not say or do anything about it so i left it in the box like literally left it in the box on the floor um and so my first camera if it matters to anyone was a um rebel t6 canon rebel t6 um and it's a really great camera and i still use the camera because it's the bomb.com and i that's the first camera that i've learned to use so um now i have since gotten a full frame um it's not a super like it's not the mark d whatevers but um it's a good full, um it's a good full frame camera. See how I just ramble anyway. Um so <laughs> and I also say um a lot and hopefully with podcasting I'll get out of that, but who knows. Anyway, so Tay, who's my husband, um him and I we moved into our first apartment together and of course the camera came. So when we moved into our first place, I finally decided that it would not hurt me to take the camera out of the box. Um and so I took the camera out of the box and I was looking at it and um because of my experience with, you know, college and, you know, just always liking liking to study is that what i mean to say anyway from being you know a studious person all that kind of stuff when i took the camera out of the box i read the manual and i always read manuals for everything that's just something that i've done since i was a child and um it's just a habit of mine so i read the manual I learned how to do certain things and like create certain settings. If you guys hear snoring, it's my dog Benzie Um, so yeah, uh (laughs) But anyway, so I read the manual I learned about it Or I learned how to use the camera and stuff like that and I took a few pictures And the first pictures I took were actually of my dog benzie because he is a great model and he's the cutest thing ever And so, um, I took pictures of benzie and then I took pictures of my husband and um after that like Everything just shifted for me. Like now all I want to do is take pictures <laughs> and it's just so crazy because like I could have started four months earlier if I would have just opened up the box, but, um, that just goes to show how fear is something that will hold you back from growing and getting to the next level in your life. And this isn't any aspect of your life. Like fear can hold you back in your business, um, in your personal life, your finances, whatever, like fear will hold you back. Like if you allow that emotion, if you allow the emotion of fear to dominate your life and to take control of how you feel about a certain situation, you will never be able to see any kind of rewards that are waiting for you. You will always delay whatever it is that's supposed to happen for you. Like I delayed all the experiences that I've had um as a photographer for 4 months. And while some people might believe that, you know, there was a reason and all that kind of stuff, hey, it is what it is. But to me, that's four months of practice I could have had under my belt. That's that's four months that I could have been shooting weddings and doing all these different things. So I just don't want people to let that that emotion, fear, hold them back from doing something. And it's so easy to let that happen because there are a lot of reasons to be afraid. But, <laughs> when I reflect back on what brought me to where I am today and like, don't get me wrong. I am not perfect. Things are not perfect. I still most days have no idea what I'm doing. I wake up with no plan and that's probably not the best way to do things. Um, I mean, sometimes I have a plan. I have a general plan, but it's just a mess, you know? And that's, that's the entrepreneurial journey. That's the journey of a creative. But when I reflect back on this, I realized that like my story has a lot of, moments where i took like this giant leap of faith so like and i guess the best way for me to explain this is to just as as a person so k as a person i am an introvert um i've done all those tests you know and so i'm an introvert and i know i'm an introvert but i'm an introvert with extrovert tendencies so while large groups drain me i really enjoy being in the center of the group um when i'm in the group And it takes a lot of work to get me to the group. (laughs) So like, since I've moved to, um, so now I live in Atlanta. Um, Since I've moved here, it took me almost three months to go to my first event, you know, to even leave my house because I'm an introvert and I like staying at home. And so um, network marketing was my, or has been one of the leaps of faith that I like to talk about because it was the first time that I was put in a position to continuously um, be present and be in front of people. Um, And so I was network marketing put me in a position to constantly engage with people Um, dropping out of medical school Like that was a crazy leap of faith and I still sometimes struggle with that leap of faith to drop out Um, Investing in a camera that was a leap of faith because those bad babies are not cheap like not for a good one like they're not cheap so that was like a huge leap of faith because I wasn't working when I bought that camera, you know, I'm, I, I was side hustling, but I wasn't really making this substantial income to afford a camera. Um, deciding to be a full-time entrepreneur, like that has been a crazy leap of faith, like, I just it's not easy. It's not easy doing this, but it's something that I wouldn't trade for the world and like I could go on for days and days and days about leaps of faith that I've made that have led me to where I am today as a photographer, a social media manager, a business coach, a cereal connoisseur like I just um oh yeah guys I love cereal so much so if anyone wants to ever buy me a gift buy me a bag of cereal or a bowl of cereal. Well not a bowl of cereal because that's just that's just mean but like a box of cereal come on like that's the bomb. Anyway so I could go on for days about leaps of faith, um, and just why that is so important to your journey as a creative and to your journey as a entrepreneur. But, um, I just want to leave you with one thing today. And I hope that this is the end of my ramble. I don't even know how long this is, but we're just going to go with it guys. So I just want to leave you with this one thing today. So, and this is something that I actually thought about and, um, like I actually thought about it, and I'm, I wrote it down. So like, I'm going to kind of read right now, but There are so many opportunities in your life that you are going to have to make a decision. And it is in those times that you have to have faith in yourself and know that you are worth the risk. So I just want you to take that last part. Like you just have to know that you are worth the risk, um, I know a lot of times we don't make that jump because we're afraid. We're afraid because, you know, we're used to having security. We're used to our safety net. We're used to a lot of different things. But just know that you're worth the risk and that if things don't work out, trust me, you can always go back to what you were doing before. Like, I'm a full-time entrepreneur, but I know at any moment I can go back into a couple different fields and, you know, get a work and get a work, (laughs) get a job. Um, and so just know that, especially as a entrepreneur, that sometimes you're going to have to make those, those leaps and those steps and you're going to have to walk out on faith and just, and give yourself time to kind of acclimate to whatever your situation is. Um, but just know that you are worth the risk. And I know that my story is like so many other, um, other creatives. Um, most of us go the traditional route. We go to college. Um we get a good job or we'll go to professional school, but our heart is not in it. You know, yeah, you might get a good job. You might like what you're doing or whatever, but like your heart like you're not passionate about it. And there and there's a difference and if you're like me, you know what I'm talking about. And it doesn't mean that you can't have a day job and pursue your passion. I definitely think that people can do that. Um, and I admire people that still do both because some people love their job, love their field, and they also want to pursue some sort of creative passion. So I never want people to just, you know, quit your day job and just pursue a passion. Like that's not necessary. You can still do both. Um, and it's going to take some work, you know, but I decided to quit my job and I don't recommend that to people because it's just that's that's not always the smartest thing to do like it it, there should be some strategy behind it but um you know i do want to encourage you to pursue your passion and your ideas so if that means you have to wake up a little early or stay up a little later you owe it to yourself to at least try okay so like at least try so what i want to leave you with is know that you're worth the risk and to at least try so i think i'm done rambling Um, this is basically, oh my gosh, I've said um so many times and I keep hearing it and I can't stop it We're gonna get it together guys. So this is basically the skeleton of my story and my journey and I'm sure that I'll I'll um create (laughs) I'm sure that I'll continue to share more about my story and just my journey in the future because there's gonna be so much more To share. I hope that was grammatically correct. So much more. I don't know. There's gonna be more to share so I just want to kind of tell you guys what my hope is for this podcast. So my hope for this podcast is that you're inspired by my story and by the journeys of other female creatives. So the goal in each episode is to give you resources and um, courage or encouragement to to keep working towards your dreams, whatever you want it to be. If you want to be a full-time creative or a side hustling creative, my goal is to give you like the resources, the tools and the encouragement, um, you know, and just to know that you have like a, a circle of sisters behind you, you know, kind of pushing you in your creative journey. And so I just want you to know that no matter where you are in your journey, if you're just starting out or if you have a business, you know, for 10 years or five years or whatever. Like, it doesn't matter how long you've been in the game. I just want you to know that your story matters and that there's something to be learned at every stage. I think a lot of times um, we hear about people who are a success, you know? Like, we we, we hear their rags to riches story, but there is value in remembering what it's like to be scrappy and to, like, grind daily. Like, th- like someone that's 10 years in their business can learn a lot from someone that's still thugging it out. Like, (laughs) I don't know a better word to say, but like you can learn something from someone that is still at the beginning, who's still trying to scrape pieces together to figure out what they're doing. There's something to be learned in that moment. And, and for those of you that are in that period, it's good to hear other people um, go through that so that you know that you're not alone. And then there's also encouragement in knowing that your business one day is going to reach a sweet spot. Like you're going to reach a point that Your business is gonna be, you know, hopefully operating without you having to be involved every single day. And so, you know, you can say hello to these month long vacations. Like, I can't wait for my month long vacation. Like, it's gonna happen one day, but like, you're gonna be taking this long vacation, but you're still, you know, cashing your checks. And like, that's encouraging to know. Like, it's encouraging to know that at some point it's gonna click and you're gonna reach that sweet spot in your business. So, That is what I want to show and share with everyone. I want you guys to see every stage of business and to learn something from it, no matter who is giving it and just to be able to hear different people's journeys. So yeah, I think that I'm done. (laughs) I think I'm done. That was like a long, um, I really didn't expect for this to kind of go that long, but hey, it is what it is. So I just want to thank you guys so much for listening for, oh my gosh. I want to thank you guys so much for listening to me ramble today i cannot talk like that's something you guys are going to realize i talk fast and so i have to keep training myself to slow down which is really hard um so yeah I want to thank you for listening to me ramble today. Um, I can't promise that this won't happen again because I am good at rambling. So um, I hope that you got something from this and that you stay tuned to hear more about, you know, journeys of other women, business tips, and just so much more. So I just thank you guys so much and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the She's a Creative podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know by sharing a review on iTunes or sending me a screenshot of you listening to this podcast in your favorite part. Go follow me on social media to get more inspiration, wisdom, and tips at She's a Creative Podcast or at Mrs. Kh on Instagram and check out the blog at she'sacreative.com. I love you creative darling so much and until next time, keep building your creative dreams.